0: Welcome back, thank you very much for joining me. My name is Swartek Mayanja, and this is the Mianja Accredited News Network. We are on another episode of my Everyday Hero um, interview series where I interview someone in your life or someone in my life that makes us smile but does not get the credit that they deserve. Uh, today, uh, I get to interview a leader, a hockey prodigy and an old pal. welcome to the show, AJ Johnson.
1: Thank you very much for Why having, having me. me. Of
0: course, there is no justice
1: when so few have so much and so many have so little.
0: All right, so AJ, mm-hmm. let's let's get down to business. Let's get right. down to business. I know AJ. I can't I don't when I in my head when I say AJ, the first thing that comes to mind is hockey. I can't think of AJ without hockey. (laughs) AJ, you're a hockey player.
1: Yes, I am. How
0: long, when did it start, and why do you love it so much?
1: So, I honestly couldn't tell you when I started. I just know that when I was growing up, I had a pretty decent sized yard. My father would always, set up a little ice rink in the back in the winter, mm. even when I was a toddler. So I, I've been skating forever. Yeah, My mother told me I could skate before I could walk. That's amazing. And uh, so that's really where it started. Yeah. Um, I grew up in a family that was very hockey-oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandfather, on my mother's side, never played. He just loved the game. You know, he played street hockey yeah, with yeah, his yeah. buddies, pick up. My father is French Canadian from up in Nova Scotia. Hey. Forget and about it. That's where the hockey comes forget from. Forget about you it. You know, my <laughs> father my father played high school hockey in uh, Waltham at Waltham High. Uh oh. He was a part of the team with a man called Jeff Lazzaro, yeah, who went on to play in the National Hockey League. That's amazing. Out of public high what school hockey. Yep. So back in the day in the seventies and eighties and stuff, there was none of these, you know, post grad prep school years and all these club hockey teams and stuff. So um, if you're a hockey player, varsity hockey when you were in high school is the way to go. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know... If you were good enough. If you are good enough, you're going to play college hockey right out of high school. So uh, I think that's where hockey stemmed from, obviously. And my parents did a very good job throughout my life, never putting me into programs or sports that, you know, they were interested and in, I might not be interested in mm-hmm. stuff. They okay. also, throughout my entire life, they've always told me that, you do you. you yes, know. If exactly. you want to do something and you're dead set on it, we're going to support you no matter what. I don't care if you want to be a ballerina. <laughs> Good for you. Know? So, <laughs> exactly. Um, that definitely helped a lot um, throughout the years playing hockey because there's a lot of sacrifices I've had to made yes. um, socially <laughs> um, with school and stuff. You know, if, I had a game on Saturday. My buddy is going out Friday night. You know, I had to stay in. I had a Thank game you. the next day. You know what I mean? Wow. And uh, my parents have, I'm an only child. Mm. So, um, my parents are even more dead set on, you know, going exactly. all in with me. Exactly. So, throughout so, the years, they've spent... Sorry. No. No, no no, no,
0: no, no. Um no. I I was just going to say because you're right. Hockey is one of those sports where you have to uh not just like be very dedicated to the sport. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot out of you, right? right? I know first of all the equipment is insanely expensive, oh, yeah. right? Yep. To replace any of that stuff is just an arm and a leg. Mm-hmm. Um you guys had practices Forget about games, practices at five in the morning, yeah. before school, after school, mm-hmm. in the middle of the week, at like festive. Like you yep. guys had to do some crazy shit just to practice yep. for these games. Explain to me how you dealt with all of that, like just sacrifice that you had to do.
1: Well, it was obviously a lot. Yeah. Um, in high school, that's when it really started to become more structural. Mm. Um, you know, I was lucky enough to have a very good support team through my parents and my you know academic advisors in high school and stuff and um, I was one of those kids in high school where I wasn't necessarily uninterested in school mm. um, it was just that I you know it took a lot more for me to you know sit down do the homework exactly. study for a test do a project or whatever but I definitely had a lot of help there um, and it's always been school first I mean I know it's a cliche and people say it and, yeah you know in, in college you hear the term student-athlete there, there's a reason why a student it comes, comes before the athlete and it, it definitely that's a hundred percent true um, but once you get that taken care of you know throughout the day whether you know I was in support class academic mm-hmm. support in high school mm-hmm. so I had a good job of you know teachers helped me with getting my homework done or studying yeah. for tests and stuff but you know those few hours after school it's kind of time to cool the jets a little bit you know you got practice coming up and uh, you know have dinner at home and then hit the rink for practice and you know practices are uh, know just like in any sport you played football and yes, track in high school exactly. and you know that if you had a bad game coach is going to make you pay for it you know so <laughs>
0: forget that, about it there al- <laughs> there's
1: always times where you not necessarily dread going to the rink or y- the gym y- y- whatever y- you're but <laughs> you're a little worried about exactly. what you got coming to you so
0: no yeah, yeah. no definitely and i just like I, I always just you know tip my hat off to not just hockey players but any sport athlete that has to go like that the schedule has to get messed up just so they can fit in a practice. Mm -hmm. So I always just tip my hat off and I say respect to you. Um, But, all right, so let's uh, start from the basics. What position do you play, right? And where has your um, hockey been from high school to now?
1: Okay, so uh, I'm a forward, Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a right shot. I primarily play center. Um, I also play right wing. Um, I do a lot on the penalty kill. Good for you. Not so much the power play, but okay. penalty kill. You there know, I'm you not go. afraid to get in front of the rubber, block <laughs> shots, throw my weight around. So, oh jeez, um, that's you know, my game is mostly hard nosed hockey. Mm. You know, first to the puck in the corner, mm. uh, get physical, heavy shots, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so in high school, I played for Newton North. On the varsity, from my freshman to my junior year. Good for you. That's impressive. Um, after my junior year, I had the opportunity to start playing junior hockey with the Junior Bruins, who are out of Marlboro, wow, Mass. Awesome. Um, so that was definitely uh, a big jump from high school hockey. I mean, growing up, I've always played, you know, club teams and yeah, stuff, and yeah. I've met kids from all over New England, the country, and even you know Canada and some kids in Europe and stuff. So. I knew a bunch of kids who uh, were going to make the jump with me, and yeah. made me felt pretty comfortable. But the biggest thing, uh, the biggest change, was the uh, practice schedule and game schedule. Okay. The main thing with junior hockey, uh, especially in the U.S., is to try to get kids to go to college. Exactly. Um. So that's. That's the,
0: a good. That's a good goal. Right. Yeah. That's and, great. Um,
1: you know, if you're playing hockey at the high school level or, you know, junior hockey level, your goal is to play college hockey. Exactly. You know, that's why you've played your whole life and you sacrificed everything. But these showcases are really easy for college coaches to be all in the same place at the same time, do Makes their sense. recruiting. Makes sense. See some teams they wouldn't usually see, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if they're not close to wherever their school is. But yes. um, the good thing about playing hockey in the Northeast, especially, is you have 30 <laughs> Division One, Division Three. Powerhouse college hockey teams in your backyard. Exactly. You know, whether it's Hockey East, you got BU, BC, Merrimack, Lowell, all those guys, and you know, you got Division three. you got Babson, you got my school now is the University of Southern Maine where I yes. play. Um, you know, it's just really the Northeast does a very, very good job of yeah. promoting their kids to uh, play college hockey. Mm-hmm. So back to. But go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, I was gonna say.
1: So, like, back to that jump yep. from um, junior to
0: senior. year, um, First of all, you did say that you knew a lot of people outside from North yep. that were gonna make that jump with you, but I, I, I it must have been tough. I mean, from freshman year to junior year, mm-hmm. you're a North yep. varsity hockey player. Mm-hmm. Um, d- did you have the choice of going to play junior hockey after senior, year, or did you think it was best for you to do it your senior year?
1: Um. I definitely had the choice to do it after my senior year. Mm-hmm. Um, my coach at Newton North, Tom Ryan, he uh, he actually was a captain at Boston University. Oh wow! Um, Holy cow! He's I had pre- no idea. Yeah, and he's uh, he's a pretty good family friend of mine. Um, and you know, even not in high school, he's seen me play hockey mm-hmm. growing up with uh, his son, and uh, he knew that there was something there, was something there and I yeah. definitely had a chance to play college hockey, and he thought. It was in my best interest that, you know, I, he thinks he thought I was ready at that time. That's so awesome. To, he didn't want to hold me back from anything. You exactly know I mean,
0: to have a coach that you've had that is the actual coach of the North team yep. to say that and to like, you know, push you towards that goal. I mean, that's 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 kind of great. Yeah, that's kind of great. No, it
1: definitely it definitely meant a lot to me. And uh, you know, after talking to him a couple times, talking to the the coach and the team that was recruiting me to play for them, and talking yeah. to my parents and stuff. It all made sense. That's
0: great. So, now, let's talk from uh, how long did you play junior hockey and how did you get to Southern Maine?
1: So, I started playing juniors my senior year, like I said. Mm -hmm. Um, The first two months playing juniors, I was in a hotel room more than my own bed at home. Are you kidding? Yeah, we were traveling every weekend to a bunch of those showcases and stuff. And uh, not even if it was a showcase, but, you know, we got teams all over New England, New York. Um, New Jersey so we were definitely doing a lot of traveling at the beginning of the year um, it was it was tough trying to find a, a good balance of being able to still get the schoolwork done mm. while I'm doing all this traveling and definitely. it was the first time I've been doing it on a consistent basis now obviously growing up playing club hockey you go to tournaments away and mm-hmm. you know you're away for a weekend once every two or three months but this was on a you know consistent basis you're taking six seven hour bus rides you My know God. middle of nowhere My and, goodness. Uh, but it was definitely fun. You know, you got, you got really close with your team. Of course. Um, made some good friends that I still have to this day from that first year of junior mm-hmm. hockey. So I played with the junior Bruins my senior year. I graduated high school in 2013. And then hockey is a unique, a unique sport because it's one of the only sports where there's a league, the junior hockey league. Exactly. Whether, and there's hundreds of them. Um, it's one of the only sports where you don't necessarily have to go to college right away. If you're going to play college hockey, you can take two or three years off of high school, which is, I mean, uh, of school in general, that's exactly what I did. Okay. Um, So my first year after I graduated, I went back with the Junior Bruins. Yes. Played there a full year. Um, At the end of that season, I started to get uh, a little interest from some junior teams up in Canada. and it was pretty cool because my family, you know, I got a bunch of family up in Canada, yeah, um, up in you know Nova Scotia, New Brunswick. So um, there's a team called the Moncton Wildcats. They, the what? The Moncton Wildcats.
0: Moncton Wildcats. Yep, All Mon- right.
1: And they're out of Moncton, New Brunswick. Mm-hmm. It's about eight nine hours from here, car Jeez. ride. Okay. I've, I've done that drive many a time.
0: <laughs> I don't doubt it.
1: <laughs> I got family in that town. I okay. got family in that city. So it was pretty cool to get. Not my hometown team, but, you know, one of my family members' hometown team to, you know, go up and go to their training camp. So um, after my second year, I went up for training camp in August of 2014. And uh, I was there for about a month. Mm. And then I left Moncton and went to Summerside, Prince Edward Island. Ooh, Where is that? It is a little island just off of New Brunswick in Nova Scotia. Oh wow. Now one of the cool things about going to Nova uh going to Prince Edward High is there used to be a ferry and that was the only way on or off yeah. the island.
0: Yeah.
1: They thought it was a good idea to build a bridge. <laughs> now this bridge is eight miles long. <laughs> and I don't really like heights.
0: Oh, Jason. <laughs> uh, I'm not a
1: huge fan of bridges. <laughs> so that first time going over the bridge, uh, I wasn't happy to campers. That's eight
0: miles is a long, long way. Yep.
1: And when you see, whether you're on New Brunswick yeah. side of the bridge or the island side of the bridge, it's just big, it looks like a roller coaster. My God. But I guess it's so long and the, the incline is just so little. Oh, okay. It okay. feels like you're driving straight the whole time.
0: But it is an incline.
1: Oh, it's a huge incline. Jesus. From afar. So I My stayed goodness. there okay. from uh, September. I stayed there for about two months. Um, that was pretty cool because mm. You know, being up in Canada, hockey's life up there, you know what exactly. I mean? So, we were the only show in town, and, uh, you know, we had a nice big arena. That's awesome. And uh, there was a pool in there. There was a bowling alley, <laughs> movie theater, restaurant. They Are had you yep Yeah. So, you know, we spent our day at Holy the shit. rink, whether it be, you know, training in the gym before practice, get yes. on the ice for a little while, and then... Uh, the boys would hop in the hot tub and, uh, my goodness. you know, maybe go upstairs, play a little squash, whatever. And yeah. uh, I'll never forget playing there because that was the biggest crowd I've played in front of. There was a couple thousand people there. And, oh you know, God. the whole city, the whole town shows up in the surrounding towns. And, you know, it's like you're a little celebrity because it's the only show in town. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to Tim Hortons. For those of you who know what Tim Hortons is, it's pretty much... Canada's version of Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, okay. The coffee's way better. I got K-Cups at my house if you want some. I, I'm, in yeah. Yeah. I'm in there. I'm in there. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you go to Tim Hortons and, the, you know, one of the locals buys you a cup of coffee or, you know, you're leaving the rinks. These little kids are asking for autographs and stuff. That's amazing. And you're only 18, 19 years old and you feel like a celebrity for a little bit. So that was pretty cool.
0: That is legit.
1: And then, um, so when I left there, I came back mm-hmm. to, uh, to Boston I ended up joining up with a team out of Foxborough, Mass, uh, South Shore Kings. Mm -hmm. Uh, I finished my season there. And then this past year, last year, it was my final season of eligibility for juniors. Okay. And um, the team elected me to be their captain. Congratulations. Thank you. So um, that was definitely, you know, probably the most honorable thing that could have happened to me. The coaches don't really pick the captains they let the team pick yeah and you know for being i wasn't really close to anyone on the team when i first got there halfway through the year Mm. um and those guys have been together for a while so the fact that you know your teammates and your peers elect you to lead them um that was definitely very very touching and you know it meant a lot to me and uh, I I didn't take it for granted. That's
0: real. I mean, that's real. Uh, especially because you said that they they knew each other and you were fairly new yep. um to the crew. That is that's that's legit. So, <clears throat> I don't want to get um on a down um you know topic, but you did get a little bit of an injury. Yeah. Yes. Um, but before you got into that injury, you did the switch to. Southern, um, Southern Maine, yeah. right? So, yep. you moved over to Southern Maine. Tell me a little bit about that, and then let me know how that injury came about.
1: Okay, so, uh, you know, last year, my final season uh, of juniors with the Kings, yeah, um, I got injured about halfway through the year. I mm-hmm. uh, had a little groin tear and a sports hernia. I'm sorry. Um, I was out for a bit, but uh, I was seeing, you know, a really good doctor out in Worcester. Um, he said, listen, if you want to do surgery now, you can. Um, but, you know, we could also, you know, you'd be out for the year. Exactly. And I know that you're trying to, you know, make a college commitment. And, um, you know, you want to play the rest of the year and stuff. So if you want, we can just, you know, do some cortisone shots and kind of band-aid it through the rest of the year. and yeah. See if that works. So I did that. Finished the season. And uh, last November, I committed to the University of Southern Maine, where I attend now um, to play hockey there, and that was great, and, you know, the quarter zone shots seemed to work for a little bit, yes. um, I finished the season, um, had my summer training like I always normally do, um, out of EPS in Foxborough with, uh, Brian McDonough and his training staff, which are the best in the Northeast, he, uh, he trains over 20 NHLers and, you know, a couple, uh, NFL guys, Gronkowskis in there, there. You Nick is there in you there, go. so, uh, it's pretty cool. Being, it's the real deal. Yeah, and uh, he was my assistant coach for the Kings. He owns the gym. My God. Um, so he takes care of his guys, and he's definitely one of the best around. Mm. It, and you know, I'm going to say he is the best around. And I know I'm a little biased, but
0: no, you're um, not. If Gronk's there, he's the best. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've
1: been I've been to a couple different training facilities, and 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 this is top notch. And yeah. he, he always puts his guys first and takes care of his guys. So, mm. um, so yeah, so. Trained over the summer, uh, you know. This fall, went up to school. Uh, season started in mid to late October, but we had captains practices and team workouts the day that we got there. Yes. So uh, that started up. Uh, still feeling good. Um, you know, my injury wasn't really bothering me. Uh, we had a weekend where we were coming down to play at Babson Friday night, and then at UMass Boston Saturday afternoon. Um, got through the Babson game, um, played UMass Boston at UMass Boston, scored my first college goal at UMass Boston. They were the number four team in the country. Um,
0: That's impressive.
1: Got lucky in the next period, kind of shut my eyes, put my stick out, got another one in the second period. Shut up. Yeah, and then uh, we ended up beating the number four team in the country. Um, same In the third period, I went to take a face off. And um, I'm going to use the term toe pick and basically uh, that is when um, My skate kind of got stuck in the ice Yeah, and as I was rotating the rest of my body kept moving the other way fuck and uh, I Felt I felt everything come out of my groin again Uh, and it was different than the last time um, because I've never felt so much pain. I've never broken a bone knock on wood. Yeah, I mean other than my pinky about seven times (laughs) Uh, but other than that I've had no you know, major hockey injuries, concussions, anything. I just I knew something was definitely wrong. Damn. Uh so they dragged me off the ice. I couldn't skate, they literally dragged me off the that ice. Insane. And uh went back on the bus, back up to school, went to uh the doctor within the next couple of days, got some more imaging MRIs and stuff, and they said that uh one of my adductor tendons tore completely off the bone and I made my sports hernia a little worse. Oh, so uh you know at that time i knew i was out for the season mm. and uh <coughs> surgery was the only
0: i'm sorry how long in the season was it
1: this was about five to six weeks into the season okay all right yep so i only got about it was six just seven when you were getting hot yeah it was just when i was getting hot so uh yeah. that was a little extra salt in the wound okay, there sorry. but uh you know i loved every second of it yeah and i know that um you know the the jump from junior hockey to college hockey is such a such a big jump, mm. you know. People don't really think about it, but just the way that even practices are, um, everything's you know high intensity. Everything's you know a lot smoother than it of would be in junior, co- uh, junior and high school hockey and stuff. Because you know everyone has the same goal. When You're exactly. playing college hockey. Everyone wants to be the best team in the country. Um, you know, so that was definitely an experience and something that I try to prepare myself the best I could. Over the summer, you know, in the gym, yes, all the extra skating and stuff like that I've done. So,
0: <clears throat> so what's so like big question? What's the prognosis? Did they tell you? Are you still waiting? What's the situation?
1: The prognosis is that uh, you know I went under the knife and they put everything back together. Mm-hmm. So I'm still in my recovery time right now. Um, yeah, fingers crossed. Exactly. <laughs> Starting physical therapy this week, actually. Congrats! So uh, I'm gonna get that going. You know, two three days a week for a couple months, and Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully, come summer, I'll be you know ninety to one hundred percent, and then I go into my normal summer training and be ready for next fall.
0: So, so if all goes well, if all goes well this summer, we're back on the ice.
1: Back on the ice next fall.
0: That's just amazing to hear.
1: Um, So, with that good news,
0: I'd always I always have to know. Yeah. Hockey, I, I was never a big fan of hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, who's your favorite team? Who's your favorite player?
1: All right. So my favorite team mm-hmm. is the Edmonton Oilers. And uh, Jesus, I couldn't tell you, live you why. You in Boston. I, I know. Uh, I don't not like the Bruins. But your favorite. I like Bruins. Okay. Just i Bruins. I've always, I've just always just loved the Oilers. Just making sure for the peoples. I'd say a lot of it has to do with Wayne Gretzky okay. being on that team. That's very fair. Obviously. That is so, very uh, fair. My favorite player. Ugh. Right now, uh, I think I've had a lot of different favorite players over mm-hmm. the years. Um, one of my favorite players uh, who didn't necessarily have a long NHL career, um, he goes by the name of Jack O'Callaghan.
0: Jack O'Callaghan? Jack
1: O'Callaghan. I haven't heard of him. He's a, he's a local boy. He's Charlestown, born and bred. He, uh, he attended Boston University with one of my best friends, Fathers uh, Trevor Fiddler's father goes by the name of Mark Fiddler. Mm. He's a Charlestown boy as well Mm. Um, Mark Fiddler attended Matt Broke all the scoring records there as a freshman at Boston University. He was the leading scorer in the country That's amazing. Uh, They were teammates and now people might know if if there's any hockey fans out there listening um, people might know Jack O'Callaghan from the movie Miracle on Ice he was a part oh, of that 1980 oh, U.S. Olympic team. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Okay, okay, and, okay. Uh, I've been number 17 my whole life because of him. That was his number. Good for you. So uh, I'd say that Jack O'Callaghan is probably my favorite player. But right now in the he NHL. He was part of
0: the Miracle Team from Charlestown? Yeah. Oh, good for us, yep. Massachusetts. There was, there was a
1: lot of Boston Boys on that team. the The ongoing joke in that movie is... Boston versus Minnesota, you know, you take a, and those are the two biggest rivals at that time, they were always butt heads in the national championship, you try to take a bunch of guys from, you know, blue collar Boston that go to Boston University against these players in Minnesota, Yeah, you know, the chemistry might not be there, it but might not be. It t- was, they did some amazing did. things, yep,
0: well, it's a miracle, right, so. wonderful, okay, so I, I also wanted to know, um, fights, how many fights have you ever been in on the hockey rink? Because it's the craziest, craziest, most fun thing in hockey. Uh, Do you fight uh, like on the ice? Do they let that happen in junior hockey? Yes and no. Okay.
1: Yes and no. Um, one of the best fights I've ever been in mm. uh, was during a summer tournament.
0: Uh-oh. Here we go. And it's nice out
1: There's a really good story. And I'm not going to throw... Well, I might throw some names out of the box. <laughs> yes. I'm not trying to get <laughs> yes. anyone in trouble here. Of course. We were a group of high schoolers. Yeah. Uh, predominantly Mass in Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. So, was this junior hockey? Was
0: this um, summer league? What wh- was this? It?
1: Was, this was just a summer tournament okay. uh, when we were all still in high school. Okay. All right. Uh, we were probably 16, 17 years old. Okay. So, we were playing in a tournament up in Marlborough. hmm. And. Uh, we didn't have a lot of guys on the team. A uh, bunch of guys backed out last second. Um, it was a really good tournament though. There was a lot of good teams from Canada there. Yeah. Um, and the thing with that is, teams from Canada that come down play here, it's teams that play together all year. Um, and uh, so their chemistry is on. Their chemistry is on point, yeah. and we're just you know a bunch a of guys team. go to different high schools, different <laughs> prep schools, play at different you know fall club teams, whatever. But whoever you can get you can get exactly and uh we actually had a really really good team that year we had uh trevor fiddler who Mm, goes mm -hmm. to west point Mm. we had adam gilmore who went to boston college now plays for the iowa wild in the nhl i mean the ahl holy shit uh we had nick roberto who goes to boston university we had
0: these uh, are some real players
1: yeah we had a we had a good team and uh we were playing this team from canada yeah and uh they were the top prep prep school team in canada that decided to <coughs> have a summer team mm. that was the same exact roster as their Jesus. high school team which you know it yeah. wasn't against the rules um so we were down playing in Marlboro. we were low on bodies and uh i don't want to say i started this fight he started but the fight. uh <laughs> i might have started the fight now mark fiddler yeah was the coach of this team okay and he's a real real boston charlestown guy of course you know he's a high energy mm-hmm. uh you know loves to win of just course. like everyone else so yes. um there was a shift where i was on the ice mm-hmm. and the puck went down into the corner and i was chasing the guy down and i hit him pretty hard to the boards uh good for you it was a clean hit good for to you to this day i know for sure it was a clean hit yeah um the Canadians didn't really like it that much. Um, I wouldn't either. We were lining up for the faceoff after that hit, and the coach calls the Canadian players off the ice. They called that line off the ice, and there was five new guys who came out who hadn't played a shift all game. Now these guys were bigger. They were stronger. They were fresher. They were the fighting line. This was oh, their. This fuck. was their. This oh, was their fourth fuck. line Uh-oh. mucking it up line, Uh-oh. and uh, I hear Mr. Fiddler yelling. They're coming after you. Get ready to fight. Get ready to fight. So I'm like, oh Jesus! All right, here we go. So I luckily had two pretty big defensemen on the ice with me. Yeah. And uh, I knew it was coming right off the draw. So faceoff happened. Ref dropped the puck. Puck went back into the corner, and we all kind the of the
0: ref went back in the corner.
1: No, no. The, the puck oh, went the into puck. the corner. Okay. And uh, pretty much all ten guys in the ice went down in the corner. Started scrumming it up, and. Uh,
0: that sounds
1: couple couple guys hopped off the bench and uh, we were actually right in front of their bench. Yeah. So Uh oh. Oh no. So uh, everyone's helmet came off and everyone was throwing haymakers and kids were leaning into that bench. <laughs> oh, their my bench God. was their bench was trying to fight our guys and we were in there just grabbing whoever we could. Oh jeez. Hey everywhere.
0: You're too pretty. You can't do hockey. You
1: you can't do it. This is the this is the best part of the fight. So this is in the second period, yeah. towards the end of the second period, and, and we're already low on guys. Okay. So the ref kicks all of us off the ice. Okay. So we probably have five guys and one extra now for the rest of the game. Shit. And we're playing one of the best teams in Canada. Shit. We're tied with them, nothing, nothing. And uh, they I don't have know to too
0: much about hockey, but I know that the, the, the switches happen
1: constantly. Usually every 40 seconds. Yep. And you guys had five and one extra? We had one extra. So Jesus. we all get off Jesus. the ice. We all go in the locker room. We all shower up. And uh, our coach comes in the locker room and goes, all right, everyone put your shit back on. I go, what are you talking about? We just got kicked out. You can't go back out there. He goes, no, no, no. Everyone put your shit back on. We're all going to switch jerseys and go back out there. <laughs> and everyone's looking around like, there's no way we're going to get away with this. There's absolutely no way we're going to get away with this. So we go back on the ice i got banged up pretty good i was still bleeding out of my nose geez so our whole team goes back on the ice Our right we're uh we're skating around you know before the period and the coach on the other team's going what the hell is going on why, why is everyone back on the ice and the refs are going what are you talking about and he's like no no, no they, they all came back on the ice and the ref goes all right hold on and he, w- he goes and talks to our coach and goes you know what's going on here he goes I don't know. I I always have at least six to seven alternates sitting in the stands just in case guys get hurt or something like this happens. He goes, Well, I got to check it out just to make sure. And he goes, Oh, yeah, check it out. So (laughs) he has us all lined up on the blue line. He's going down one by one. You weren't there. You can play. You weren't there. You can play. He gets to me. There's blood all over my face. He goes, Oh, no, no. You were definitely there. I remember you. (laughs) Everyone gets left back except for me everyone but you everyone but me and we end up winning the game so now after the game <laughs> people found out about this in the tournament committee who is high up in USA Hockey and- yeah. Uh, they weren't happy with <laughs> They course. weren't happy with us. But, but that's
0: but legit though. Yep. That's
1: legit. Yeah. No, I was That's I a just, story. I never thought we were going to get away with that.
0: My goodness. But yeah. No, but those hockey fights sometimes look really really scary. Yeah. All right. So that's a lot about hockey. Yeah. Um so I call it the Everyday Um Hero Series. Um and it's a pleasure to have you on. I'm I'm very very thankful. But I do this to all my guests. Um advice please give advice to all the young hockey players, Those, you know, the 5, 10, 12, 15 high schoolers who are doing all these summer leagues, who are mm-hmm. going, waking up super early. What is your advice to them if they plan on, uh, if they want, if they have the goal to play college hockey?
1: Well, I think there's two, I've i al- I've always looked at it this way. I think there's two main components of getting to the next level. I think that, like I told you uh, before, before we started this, mm. um, it's the cliche of, you know, when you're playing a college sport, it's always the student-athlete and the student comes before the athlete. Exactly. So, I think that um, my later high school years, I started to realize that, you know, maybe I had a chance to use hockey as a tool um, to get an education exactly. by playing college hockey. Exactly. Um, and that's the most important thing because, you um, hockey is going to end one day just like anything else is going to exactly. end one day but you you're always if you get an education you're always going to have that
0: you're going to have potential to do mo- many many whatever, many more whatever things. you yeah.
1: want to do so i think that um as much as a bummer as it is sometimes you kind of gotta put your sport aside for a second and focus up on the books and schoolwork <laughs> and stuff because uh you know as good as a hockey player as you can be if you don't have the grades to get in you can't, you can't get, get in. in you can't
0: get in you can't so, get in you can't
1: get in I think uh, that's number one and number two is putting in the time and effort to get to the next level and uh, you know making sacrifices I think that um, you know these days there's a million training facilities out there yeah uh, million hockey camps and stuff I think that um, if you find one that's right for you Mm. um, and you never want to burn yourself out definitely not you never want to you know even if you're doing it year-round whether it be couple summer tournaments and playing in the fall and stuff and then you have your regular season always try to take the time to take a couple weeks off here and there yeah, you know, know. definitely yeah. in the summer pick up pick up the golf clubs uh you know hit the beach for a little bit you know um but don't don't burn yourself out uh, i think that training this day and age in hockey especially and i know football is too mm-hmm. um everyone's so much Faster, stronger, exactly. smarter. Yes. Um, <clears throat> half, half of you know being a, a elite athlete is eating properly and training properly. So I think that um, you know Preach. you have to take that just as serious exactly. as you would take you know, in-season practice and whatnot. And I think that... Um,
0: you heard it. You said half of it is eating well and training well. It's not just, you know, hitting at uh, the gym, doing squats a thousand times a day, going mm-hmm. on a million different games. You train well, you treat your body right. And you, you, you know, make the difference. And you make
1: it. One thing one thing that uh, I heard in the past year that uh, I don't want to call it my motto, but it definitely, definitely stuck in my head is I mm-hmm. heard Conor McGregor talking about uh, you know UFC and fighting and stuff, and yeah. and he was talking about how he doesn't look at UFC as a job. He looks at it as as an obsession. Mm. And I think that you could take that and use it in any way you want, okay. whether it be you know your job, your sport. If uh, if if you make it an obsession and you want to make the sacrifice and you want to put all your time and effort into it really, I mean, it's another cliche, but anything's possible. It sure is. It really is. It sure is. So,
0: <clears throat> And then lastly, my friend, five years from now, when you're graduating Southern Maine and you're, you're getting recruited to the AFL, the NHL, you're going to Canada, you're going to Europe, you, you're, you're the big guns, yeah. and Q hits you up and he says, Can I get that interview with your new pads and the new logo? Would you do me the honors? I'd love to. Wonderful. You guys heard it here. AJ, it was an absolute pleasure. Um, Appreciate it. Of course, check it out. I'm gonna put um, any Instagram, Facebook, anything you want people to know, I'll put it in the description below.
1: I could always use a couple Instagram followers.
0: You hear that? that? His Instagram's gonna be below. Check him out. Uh, It was a pleasure. Deuces.